So, welcome everybody. This is the Running 44 at 60 podcast, and we're up to episode 92. <laughs> How did that happen? This podcast was only meant to be a little motivational tool to get me through the uh, Endurance Live Classic Quarter in 2021, and here we are over a year later, and we're still producing episodes. And uh, a shout out to Tom Moore because uh, Tom was on the park run yesterday, and as he scootled past me, he said, Oh, have you got a podcast coming out this weekend, Trevor? And I said, Oh, actually, Tom, I haven't really thought, I haven't done I've got one actually, but I have got one. So, Tom, thanks for the reminder. I hope you enjoyed this episode. So, this episode is all going to be about the National Trails Relay, which I took part in, and it happened a couple of weeks ago. So, that was over the bank holiday weekend. But just to remind you, if you are new to the podcast, then you know, don't forget to subscribe on your usual podcast app, and then every time we, an episode comes out, and they are fairly frequent then it'll drop into your podcast listing. And you can also, of course, pick up any of the previous 91 episodes. And if you like the podcast, please leave a review. That would be absolutely marvellous. And if you do leave a review, then uh, screenshot it. And if you screenshot it and send it to me via podcast at trevorleemedia.co.uk, then I will send you a copy, a signed copy, come to that, of my 12 business lessons from running an ultramarathon book. This is a real book, folks. This is a real book. This is not some sort of e-book with a link. This is a real book. So um, you need to send me your name and address, and uh, and I will send it to you, Don't and uh, we'll get that organised. What I am hoping to take part in um, is the Smuggler's Scuttle. Now, this podcast is due to come out on June the 19th. The Smuggler's Scuttle is uh, the 26th of June, and that's down at Land's End, and it's an amazing race organised by the fabulous... Dave and Sally at Biz Vicken Events. And um, it's Land's End to Cape Cornwall, and it's a there and back race. And it's all about pirates, as you can imagine. <laughs> and uh, anyway, this is a race where you, when you get halfway, you have to collect things and bring them back. Although, and when you bring them back, I understand you have to prove you've got them, otherwise you don't count in the, in the race. So how many times have you done a race like that, ladies and gentlemen? Well, you know, Dave is full of imagination. So I'm really looking forward to this. So, And when you get to Cape Cornwall, you've got to pick up some rum, a small bottle of rum. This is true, right? I'm not making this up. Some gems. I think you've got to have two gems, two pirate coins and one tea bag. <laughs> I didn't know pirates had tea bags. I'm not quite sure where that bit fits in. But anyway, apparently you've got to bring that back with you. And then when you get to the finish line, you've got to prove you've got it. Otherwise, you don't get your goodies or your medal or whatever. Anyway, that's that sounds like a lot of fun. So we're going to be doing that. Right. So let's talk about the National Trails Relay organised by Endurance Live. So uh, this was over the Double Bank Holiday Weekend. And they've got five uh, five events they had. The North Downs Way, 126 miles, 13 legs, and they finished it in 20 hours, 44 minutes. A new relay record. So well done to them for that. And then the Pembrokeshire Coastal Path, 178 miles, 18 legs. And they completed that in one day, 10 hours and 15 minutes. The South Downs Way, 100 miles, 11 legs and 16 hours, 49 minutes. Another record. And, uh, and then the Ridgeway, which is 87 miles, 9 legs, 14 hours, 47 minutes. Now, I took part in the longest one, the Southwest Coastal Path, 627 miles, 68 legs, okay? <laughs> so, 
Um, I was very pleased to get in this. Uh, you had to apply in April and put down which leg you wanted to do. And I wanted to do, ideally, leg 35, which was Helford Passage to Pathowstock. And I was very fortunate that uh, that's what happened, and I got that leg. So the whole thing started on Tuesday, May the 31st, so the Tuesday of that week where the two bank holidays were at 8 p.m., out in uh, Swanage at the start of the coastal path, and then the southwest coastal path goes all the way around to Minehead in North Devon. And the plan was to get to Minehead sometime uh, Sunday evening, and that would be meaning the whole thing was done in five days. I think the record was just over five days. Well, in the end, it was five days, eight hours and 20 minutes. It wasn't quite the record on, on the record for that, but a great effort from everybody, and it was a fantastic thing to take part in. And my leg started, well, it was scheduled to start at 5.45am on Friday the 3rd of June at Helford. And because if you know this part of the coast path, you'll know that the leg finishes on the Helford Passage and there's a river in between. <laughs> so the way my leg started was I had was sent a baton in the post with a tracker. Uh, we had to get in position uh, 40 minutes before and then switch the tracker on. Or oh, I had to switch my tracker on anyway. I had a great run, actually. I was scheduled to try and do 145 for my leg, and I was two or three minutes under that. So I was really pleased. And one of the things you'll hear when you listen to uh, some, of the, you know, some of the comments I make about when I'm actually recording on the run, which is what you're going to hear in a minute, is that you know, I found it really interesting that you know, normally on a coastal path run on my own, or any run on my own, I'd be in a training run. So I'd be ambling along, you know, okay, I'm, I'm, you know, I'm trying to push it along at bits. But this one, I kind of thought, right, I've got to go all in from the word go. I, knew it was, I thought it was going to be eight miles. It turned out to be about nine, so I got my measurements slightly wrong. But I still went all in all the way through to try and get under that 145 target, which I managed to do by about three minutes. So I was really, really pleased with that. So what you're going to hear on this podcast, ladies and gentlemen, I did ask uh, all of the, you know all the people who took part if they wanted to send me a snippet uh, about their adventure, either you know when they finished their leg or during their leg. And first of all, you're going to hear Freya who did leg twenty, which is B Sands to East Portalmouth, uh, which is in the Solcombe area uh, in, in Devon down there. So um, she's going to give you a little summary of uh, a minute or so of uh, how she enjoyed her leg. And then we've got Lindsay, who ran two legs, actually, 55 and 57, Crackington Haven to Bude, and then Welcome Master to uh, Harland Point. And uh, she recorded a couple of minutes on the run. So uh, you'll notice that there's quite a bit of wind <laughs> in Crackington Haven. So, And then I've I recorded all the way around on mine, and I've, recorded, I've condensed it down into about 10 minutes. So that's what you're going to hear as well, uh, about 10 minutes from me uh, to finish it all off. Right, without further ado, let's crack on and let's hear how Freya got on with her leg of the National Trails Relay Run, the Southwest Coastal Path. Over to you, Freya. Hello, my name is Freya. Um, I did leg 20 of the South Southwest Coast Path Relay, which um, started in B Sands and ended at Mill Bay, or it said Mill Bay, but technically it's East Portsmouth, where the ferry goes from East Portsmouth over to Solcombe. Um, I mean, my outright, well, oh, no, I mean, it was just awesome. I actually really enjoyed getting there for my 3am meet point and then realising that it was running late, so that made it a 5am start, but luckily I've got a van with a bed, so I just climbed in the back and had a nap then um watched the sunrise on the beach while playing with the dogs which was just insane like the best sunrise so pretty um then seeing b running over the hill towards me and thinking ah just want to sit on the beach all day but then obviously set off and i was so glad i the time changed to five o'clock because that meant that i didn't have to run through fields of cows in the dark which would have terrified me 
literally terrified me. Hated the hills, obviously. Um, the ups, love the downs. Definitely ran out of water because I thought I was running overnight, so didn't pack enough. But at the end, the best thing happened. Sun was shining. I walked straight down the ferry jetty, just dived in the sea. It was amazing. And then you open your phone and the support you get is just insane. I'm literally following it now thinking, I want to do another leg. Thanks very much, Freya, for that. And uh, now we're going over to Lindsay, who was running up near Crackington Haven. And uh, Lindsay recorded on the run, it was a bit windy. So <laughs> uh, you'll have to bear with the wind, uh, trying to get in the way of Lindsay's uh, telling us what she's doing. But she's got a great couple of minutes. So you get a real feel for what this event was like. So over to you, Lindsay. He's running 10 miles into Butte, and then I'm passing, he's passing on to me in Butte, and I'm running to Welcome Mouth, I think. Um, so yeah, I'm going to be running most of the night, but it's all good fun. It's lovely and peaceful out here on the trails. Bit of a wind behind me, which is great, pushing me along on the top of the cliff, which is all good fun. So, after getting a bit lost in some heather and gauze, I'm coming down into Crackenhaven. I can see Jordan's torch. It's not too far. It's a nice downhill. So, I thought I'd record another bit again. I'm on my second leg. So, I did my leg into Crackenhaven and then met Jordan, who ran 10 miles from Crackenhaven to Bude. And I drove to Bude, slept in the car for about 50 minutes, and then waited for Jordan to turn up in Bude. And now I am on my way to Welcome Mouth. And I've just passed a place called Duckpool. I'm walking up a very steep hill. It's pretty steep. It's very steep. Lindsay, thanks very much for that. So finally, uh, ladies and gentlemen, uh, this is a 10-minute version of my own run, which uh, took it just over, well, just under an hour and 45 minutes. I've edited it down, so I hope it gives you a feel for what it was like to run one of the legs in its entirety. I started from uh, the point on Halford where the ferry comes in and uh, finished at Pathowstock. So here's what happened when I ran. Okay, so it is uh, six minutes past eight, and I've had a message couple of minutes ago to say that uh, Lake 34 is uh, just a mile away from finishing so uh, I'm just doing a few last minute stretches now warms up so I'm just gonna get in position here <laughs> it's really bizarre starting a race that's a proper race um, and there's nobody else here <laughs> uh, there was certainly no queue for the portaloos. 
This is the point where you constantly check your phone <laughs> to make sure you haven't missed the message. I've got two bars of signal, I'm on 4G. And there's a, there's a little robin who's just sitting right next to me, literally, literally within arm's length, even closer. So they sometimes say that your relatives come back as robins. So I wonder who this is. So phone goes in the pocket. I've had the message, just setting my watch, and I am go. So we are past the ship rights. We haven't been going one minute 30 seconds, <laughs> and I'm already at the pub. It's a beautiful warm day, but this is a very muddy downhill bit at the back of the woods. Just after you've gone past the sailing club. So coming down now and then I'll come back out onto a little bit of road in a place called Tree. So just the steps down there and then a nice little pull up the hill here on the road. And normally of course you'd start any trail run in a steady old pace. But I'm thinking this is gonna be near eight miles or nine and I've got to push hard and most of the time really. Oh, thank you very much, thank you. Thank you. Trying to beat a record on the coast path. So we, uh, we come out of that little beach I think quite soon. Oh, how beautiful is that? So down the path. Ooh, it's pretty overgrown. But you know, that's how coast the path should be, isn't it? Right, so we cross a very little trickly stream there. Beautiful beach on the left. And I'll climb up here into the woods the other side. Two miles. 24 minutes. Right, so I've reached the gate, takes you into the field. So it's time for a little rub down. Right, so this is the bit where in the first recce I went wrong. So I thought the footpath, you go through the wooden gate with a three way sign, it's an anti going right, but you have to go complete the coastal path properly you have to carry on Oop, get this kissing so we go up to the left and we'll be coming back to this exact same spot in a few minutes just down here there is here we go another gate so we go into this one and then we should get to a little junction and I suppose you can go left or right. I like to run clockwise, I suppose. So, anyway, you take the left fork, well, I have done, and then I'm going to run round here. So, I'm now, so on the tracker, it looks as though I'm taking a loop and coming back on myself. And why people go, Why did you do that? But this is 
part of the case path. So it's got to be done properly. So back to that gate, kissing gate number one, and then turn right. I'm back in the field a bit now, and here we go. So back along the same bit of path. So and now the path down here now is, if you look carefully, it's fairly clear. There's a fairly it's not a stone path. Obviously, we're going across a grass field. But uh, it's fairly obvious, I think, where it is. Wooden five-bar gate now, which I think I might just open. I was thinking of climbing over it, but be a bugger to get injured, wouldn't it? Climbing over a five-bar gate. So three miles, 36.21. Morning. Well, it just took off at some point in time. So here we go. We're in St. Anthony. Lovely little car there. I've got time to take photographs. So we've got to look out for a little turning off to the left, which breaks up this road. It takes you through the woods for about 400 yards, I think. But it is part of the... It is marked as the case path. Right, so I've turned off. It's in this little woody bit. It's a nice little diversion, this, from the road. It's even grown there. Oh. <laughs> oh. Just gone through some flowers that have covered me. Uh, some grass stuff has covered me in dust. It's gone over my glasses as well, because my glasses feel steamed up. <laughs> and I'm sure they're not steam steamed up. I think they're covered in grass dust. I'll clean that when we get to the road. Swans are nesting down there. Please be careful. Please be quiet. Right, we're back on the road. And the glasses are clean. Right, so we're coming in towards Carn. And if you want to go, if you want to run from Carn, there's a there's quite a nice little parking lay-by for about six cars. I'm going to find something to eat. Uh, these are Kate Percy's Go Bites. And this is coconut and date. They come in small little packs of two. And zip that up. Right, that's four miles. And that was a 10.54 mile, 47.15. Morning, morning. So, there's a beautiful little thing called Menavine Private Key. And then the coast path just dips into the left. So we're back now into the kind of woods. That was quite a long climb. I want a bit more to come. <laughs> Now I can see some stone steps, take me into a field over which I'll run at a 45 degree angle and into another field and a massive big L-shaped white house on your left and you can see the sea in front and then we come down towards a, a wooden kissing gate and there's a sign for the coast path going right and a sign for it going left so we're going to take the left one. All right, we're coming across down into. I think this is Dillon rather than Flushing. And there's a beautiful house here you can rent for about. Seats 12 people. You're right on the front. Lots of parking. It's about four or five grand a week, but divvy that up. Right, so we're across the stony beach and then. We're going left. Right, so we come down across the little beach here. Oh, 
There we go. Remove the sand and cross a little Billy Goat Guff Billy Goat Guff Billy Goat Gruff Beach Beach. Right, let's get this right. A Billy Goat Gruff Bridge. <laughs> it's quite high tide at the moment. And now we're coming to this black shed, or blackish shed, creosote shed, and the path now goes right instead of round. So this is the start of the diversion. And now we've got a, uh, an uphill rocky route. So the diversion kicked in at 5.6 miles. Right, so we reach the top and come out. And then we're back on the road. Well, it's more of a track really. And then we're gonna go down towards the, I know we're not. Go to the top here, we turn left. There we go, and turn left and into another field. Beautiful wildflowers. Well, there's six miles, 72.02. Well, all the time I've ever run on the coast path, so I've been training while being slowly, runs where I've just been focusing on getting round and not trying to push at all. And today, I'm trying to push a bit. So this road goes through this farmyard development at Lestoda. That's how you said it, I'm sure it is. Oh, there's a little chair here on the left. I wonder if that's meant to be for a sit-down well, It's got a little box on it. I haven't got time for sit-down. Maybe someone's put a drink station out for me. Uh, eggs for sale. Uh, I can't remember, I don't think half a dozen eggs. I'm not sure they'd survive in my backpack. Might be a good, there's a good idea for a, a run. Everyone starts off with half a dozen eggs in the back of their pack and then see who gets to the finish line. There used to be a thing, Jackie Stewart, used to put an egg on the bonnet of the car or something or a ball or something I don't know something and then just to show how smooth the drivery was it never fell off right so a right turn there into another barley field with a farm track down the middle it's a good climb up here it's one of those climbs that's just endless right I can see the sea so we'll be not far from rejoining the coast path again. Came off at 5.6 miles. There we go. So I'll just take the salt tablet. Uh, it is a hot day, I'm sweating a lot, and I am going to be running back. Ah, thanks very much. Oh, I forgot to 6.7. There we go. Thank you very much indeed. Thank you. So 6.7 to rejoin the path. Right, there's seven, and that was an 11.41 mile. So we're 16 seconds under a 12 minute pace. I can hear some bells ringing, but the bells off the boat as I'm coming down onto Plathalo Beach, or across the top of it. And I'm here in under 1.30, that's great. So a big finish now at seven and a half miles, 129.28. This is a tough pull. There's a gentleman behind me walking, and he's going faster than I am. Right, I can see the Fat Apple's entrance. Still an outside chance of 145. That was a tough section. Right, back on the road. Pick up the pace now. There we are. 139.20. Deeper south stock. 140 exactly. Come on. Let's get this leg under its target. 145. We're going to do it. Could be some 142 if we push hard now. There he is. Oh, there we go. So it was great fun taking part in that. Keep an eye out for next year. Big shout out to Endurance Life for organising it.
So in the next episode, I've got Jim Spencer, all things being equal, back on the podcast. And Jim and I, we're doing park run setup. So we're going to record an episode while we go and do setup. And he's going to talk about his adventures on the Southwest Traverse Extreme, organised by Mud Crew a couple of a few weeks ago now. And we're going to talk about that. And he'll probably ask me about the National Trails Relay again. So I may mention that as well. Now, if you've got an interest in running an adventure, or indeed you've got something to share that you think will be useful for this podcast, then do get in touch podcast at trevorleemedia.co.uk and we'll fix up a recording most of the recordings are done on zoom but i'm happy to record on the run as well as i did with tracy tracy wait a few weeks ago and as i will be doing with jim when we do part one setup as well so thanks for listening and don't forget if you do like the show then please share it please uh, leave a review and if you do leave a review and you fancy a copy of the 12 business lessons from running an ultra marathon book all you got to do is send a screenshot to podcast at trevorleemedia.co.uk and include your name and address and I'll send you a signed copy of the book. It'll be worth a fortune in years to come. Thanks for listening.